He is in this house. See where we're going now. In the will of the Lord, Brother Jansen. That's where we're going. I hope you realize how mindful God is of this body. It is easy going about our day to day. It it is just routine sometimes. Um, But God is so mindful of this body. And it is a rarity in this age that God speak and minister to his people in the manner he does in this house every time we come in. And I believe it is because of the time we are living. I, um, The Lord had dropped it in my spirit and I was praying not long ago, God, don't let me not understand the time we are living in. I want to take note of the time we are in. This isn't just any other time. This isn't just any other season. But obviously it was important that you be here in this season, in this hour in which we are living. We know God's coming is soon. I want to go to Revelation and then we'll see what the Lord does. Um, this may be all we read. And you don't have to stand for the reading of the word. Um, I probably won't read it all the way through. <clears throat> Revelation chapter 22, last book of the Bible. Last chapter of the last book of the Bible. Looking at verse 6, we know that um, we know that John penned these words. God was showing him some powerful things. And he penned these words down under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Chapter 6, it says, Then he said to me, Here he is referring to the angel. These words are faithful and true. All that um, had been spoken to John and all that John had seen, they were faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servants the things which must shortly take place. I'm thankful that our God does not leave us lingering in some kind of sea of unknown, but he is so faithful to let his people know. The world may be wondering what is taking place in this hour, but we can surely see what's taking place when we read the word of the Lord. Verse 7, Behold, these should be in red letters. This is Jesus speaking. Behold, I come quickly. I come quickly. I am not delaying. It will be suddenly. It will be by surprise. And we know the coming of the Lord. No man knoweth the day nor the hour. Not even the angels as it refers to him in uh, Matthew. But only the Lord knows the day that he will make his return. Blessed, happy, fortunate is he that keepeth, that guards 
that keeps an eye on, that notes, that holds fast to, that watches. So you don't just keep, there, there are many verbs that go into that one word in the Greek. The sayings of the prophecies of this book. Sayings breaks down into logos, which we know our bishop has taught us what logos means. The prophecy in this particular breakdown in the Greek word means prediction. So we must keep, we must, must guard, we must note, we must hold fast to, and we must watch. It also means to keep your eye upon. So we certainly can't be watching if we are sleeping. And I do not mean in the natural. This is spiritually speaking. You cannot watch for things in the spirit if you are sleeping. You cannot keep your eye upon things if you are dozing. We have to keep our eyes on what is taking place place it is imperative because I don't know about you but I don't want to miss what God is doing in this hour I don't want to miss when he comes back and if we are not careful I believe there are people that we consider of the truth that have fallen asleep under the watch and they are not paying attention to what God is doing in this hour what a shame it would be to miss what God is doing. I want to briefly go to Romans and then we'll come back and, and maybe it. Romans chapter 13, verse 11. I'll read that swiftly. I'm just kidding. I don't do anything swiftly. I'll read it slowly. Romans 13, verse 11. And do this. Knowing the time, we know the time, we recognize the time, we understand the time. We possess information about the time we are living in. That now it is high time to awake, to rouse, to literally from sleep or figurative, figuratively from inactivity. We must awake out of sleep. Let me break down sleep for you. I found this interesting. You break that down, it means spiritual torpor. I had to, I didn't know what that word was. T-O-R-P-O-R. -O -R. It means spiritual torpor. Torpor means a state of physical or mental inactivity. You are lethargic. Um, it also goes into uh, a lowered physiological activity, uh, low metabolism, heart rate, respiration, so on and so forth. And it, co it um, compares it to animals that hibernate. So spiritual torpor, when I think about animals that hibernate, they gather and stuff themselves with as much as they can. And then they go for several months in this one place without moving. They don't eat. They, they are just existing. <laughs> Our bishop just spent several weeks talking about the meat 
of the word. And if you think you can gorge yourself and then go into hibernation or inactivity or spiritual torpor and think you're going to be okay, Satan has deceived you. It is impossible imperative that we take note of the meat that comes from this pulpit you can be sitting in the midst of this congregation this morning and be a hibernating individual in the spirit and not consume what is being put out and so you will watch yourself spiritually diminish and your shepherd will watch you diminish in the spirit and God will continue to send word and to send meat but it is as he has said it is our responsibility to consume it It is not God's will that we go into spiritual hibernation. A synonym for torpor is complacency, disregard, or indifference. It would be a shame if while you're in your spiritual hibernation, you develop a spirit of indifference that you don't even recognize when God is moving on you and when you do recognize it, you count it as insignificant. Another synonym, unconcern. It is not the will of the Lord that we go into spiritual hibernation. We must consume what is placed before us every time it is put before us. Let's go back to Revelation quickly. I'm going to read verse 7 again and I'll continue. Behold, I come quickly. God's concept of timing and ours are two different things. He said this then, how, how much more are we close to his return? Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecies of this book. Now John says, I saw these things and I heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Find this interesting in verse 9. Then saith he unto me, the angel then tells John after he has fell down at the angel's feet. See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant. And of thy brethren, the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book. Worship God. Get up off your knees, John. I am a fellow servant along with you. There is one and one alone that deserves your worship, and that is God. We must see each other as fellow servants. We don't seek to see and talk to the angelic host. We only seek to worship our God and our God alone. 
words that angel spoke to John. Worship God. He then goes on to tell him to seal the sayings of the prophecy. The time is at hand. He was finishing up. Verse 12. Again, the words of the Lord. And behold, I come quickly. If I didn't tell you before, I'm going to tell you again. When God repeats himself in the word, we better take note of it. And my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. There was no one before our God, and there'll be no one after him. He is my first and my last. He is this world's first and this world's last. Who can compare to Jehovah? Who can compare to Almighty God? Blessed are they, happy, fortunate are they that do his, his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Go to verse 17 with me. Jesus is finished speaking here. And I am wrapping up. Verse 17. And the Spirit, we know the Spirit, capital S, and the Bride. The bride of Christ, those that have made themselves ready for his coming, those that have been washed in the blood of the Lamb, those that have been baptized in Jesus' name, those that have received the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And the Spirit and the bride say, we're saying, come. We're ready. God, we've prepared ourselves. We've made ourselves ready. We've been obedient to your word. Come, Lord. And let him who hears, those who give audience to, and those that understand what is being said, let them say, just as the bride and the spirit says, come, come Lord Jesus, come back. So you see here the difference. The spirit, the bride, and those who hear. They are all saying, come. We are ready God, for your return. But look what the next sentence says. And let him who thirst come. So we went from saying, come Lord Jesus, to God offering an invitation that if you are thirsty this morning, you may come. For if you desire, let you take freely of the water, the living water, as the Samaritan woman was told in John chapter 4, if you drink of this water, you will never thirst again. What is this water? If you will look in John chapter 7, he details what that water is, and it is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Almighty God dwelling on the inside of you and the way you know that spirit dwells within you is you will speak in a language that is not natural to you that is an invitation so if you are in this place this morning and you have been asking yourself am I ready 
Am I prepared? If God comes back today, will I make it to the kingdom of God? If you have been asking yourself, well, I have heard and been taught this way, but God, I need to know for a surety how to make it to heaven. I say to you, this is your invitation. And God has opened a door that you may know that there is only one way to enter the kingdom of heaven. You must repent of your sins. You must be baptized. You must clothe yourself in his name, in Jesus' name. And you must receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. You can receive his spirit today in our midst and if you still have questions you don't hesitate to come back to this place because God will answer every question you have whether it is from behind this pulpit or whether you call the church office and you are set up with one of the pastoral staff you can rest assured that there is no question you have about God's word that he won't answer for you. Time is drawing to a close. He said he is coming quickly, suddenly, without warning. We don't know when that hour will be, so I would not hesitate to make sure that I was right with the Lord today. Verse 18. I'll read a couple more and we'll come to a close. For I testify to every one who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. If we decide to insert our own philosophy into this book, the plagues that are written will be visiting our household. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. It's happening all over this earth. Man will take what man likes. We had some visitors yesterday, <laughs> yesterday at the house. You know the visitors that come and want to share the word with you. That's all I'll say about that. They rang the doorbell and I thought that, um, do your kids go out the back door and then run around to the front and ring the doorbell? Mine does sometimes, so I really thought it was her. That's why I was like, that child, I go to the door and I sling it open. Oh, man. Ah. 
stuck. Call. Man. They did not come in my house, bless God. I shut that front door. We're going to sweat the heat and talk about Jesus. So they gave me their spill. And um, it, it's changed over the years. They just want to share, want to make sure I know how important the word is. I thought if you get out of here, I'd be studying the word. But. Um, forgive me, Lord. But in their sense, I believe they were sincere in what they know. They, Anyway, but if you're going to take your time and try to tell me about the word, I get my five minutes too, right? So they may have to go and look at it later. But Brother Hyatt, they knew about repentance, Jesus' name, baptism, and the Holy Ghost. And they knew that there is no scripture in God's word that is for private interpretation. We don't get to pick and choose what we pull out. And we don't get to make our own agenda by what he says. This is his word and his word alone. So I won't add to or take away from that word. Last scripture, you can remain standing, church family. Verse 20. He which testifieth these things saith, Surely, for the third time in one chapter, I come quickly. Or I am coming quickly, New King James. Amen. And John says, Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Those that are ready, the bride of Christ are saying, come quickly, Lord Jesus. You come, God. We are ready for the bridegroom to gather his bride. If you are here and you have questions and you need to know what this Holy Ghost is all about, you can receive that Holy Ghost today. Those precious people just shook their head at me. I'm pretty sure they didn't understand a word I was saying, but they were trying to get me to hush. But he is here. And God loves you enough to make sure that you understand that it is more than just a simple, God, I love you, I accept you into my heart, because that is not in the word of the Lord. There is more to this thing than that, church family. You know that, but somebody needs to know, for I grew up listening to that, and that little simple prayer did not keep me through some trials in my life. So when I got to the point that I needed more, and I cried on my face unto the Lord, God sent me to a place that would tell me what it was to receive the Holy Ghost. You are in that place today. If you are not here in this place and you are watching later, this word is for you. It is as simple. You can stay even in your pew 
and lifting your hands and with a sincere heart, lifting your voice. You don't have to scream like this crazy woman's doing up here. You can just simply say, God, I don't want to live like this anymore. My life is miserable. God, I just want to make sure that I am making it to heaven when you return. With sincerity, God will begin to fill you with his spirit and when your tongue begins to do crazy things in your mouth you let it do what it wants to do because that is a sign to you and to those around you that God's spirit has come on the inside of you and for the rest of us church family Can we just thank the Lord for his goodness to us? God has ministered to us in this place. Can we minister unto him with the fruit of our lips? God, I worship you. I exalt your name, oh God. There is none like you. I worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, you are worthy. You are worthy. If this is your first time lifting your hands, if you will say hallelujah, it is the highest form of praise. That is worship unto God.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, you are worthy. Can you clap your hands to the Lord all over this building? We honor you, Father. We honor you, oh God. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness.
hast heard, and thou knowest in thy heart and whom that I speak to. I say unto thee, remember, know that I, the Lord God, has visited thee in a mighty way today, and I will bless thee if thou wilt hearken. I will multiply thee if thou wilt listen. I will bless thee and send thee forth that thy, that my house will be full. For there are many in this city, and there are many neighbors that don't know me. But I say I put a word in thy mouth, in thy heart, if thou wilt listen unto me, yet I, the Lord God, will go with thee. I will not leave thee. I will not forsaken thee, but I will send thee and go with thee. I will be that word. If thou wilt listen unto me, if thou wilt look unto my word, yet shall I speak, and thou shalt know that the Lord thy God is with thee. For thou shalt be changed this day if thou wilt listen. For I will go with thee if thou wilt hearken. I will bless thee in trouble. I will heal thy body. I will look unto thee and take care of thee. For I shall never leave thee. I shall never forsake thee, saith the Lord. For I am the Lord and I come quickly. I shall receive my bride. Hearken unto me, listen. For time shall not be very much longer. Hearken unto me, I love thee, saith the Lord. I hearken unto me, listen unto me, for yea, I will bless thee, I love thee. I laid my life down that thou might have life and have it more abundantly. Listen unto me, saith the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, let us have ears to hear what you are saying in this hour, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us today. God, we receive your words, Lord. We will not discard them, God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm thankful for the Lord moving in our midst, church family. Whew. Excited to see what God does in this second service. Thank you for all being here. Lord willing, we will see you in this second service. If you are unable to be here, please tune in.